Welcome back to Mentalk Health for another Lost episode. During the pandemic, we got to sit down with quite a few people and have great conversations about mental health and also about the amazing work they're doing with different organizations. You may have already heard our great episode with Chris Grant from Parkour UK. And this week, I want to introduce you to James, who is an ambassador for the Prince's Trust. Keith Weinstein, who is one of the amazing uh, members of the team of Mentor Health, got to sit down with James and have a conversation about all things mental health and how the role of being a Prince's Trust ambassador has really kind of helped him flourish and grow. It's a really great conversation that I love to hear uh, and just seeing how being involved in an organization like this can kind of really help somebody kind of build up their confidence. Uh, James was a terrific speaker and it was so great to have him. And he really is doing great stuff as a mental health advocate. So here we go. Listen to James sitting down with our very own Keith Weinstein for an amazing conversation. Listen, enjoy, and let us know what you think. How are you, James? Um, I'm doing good, thank you. Sort of a little tired, but that's normal for me at the minute. But yeah, I'm, I'm doing good, thanks. Good. Well, thank you so much for being here. I mean, really, we want to talk to you about you, about you really, find out a little bit about what you do, what you're getting up to. I know you've been doing some fantastic stuff for Prince's Trust as an ambassador. Yeah. I certainly want to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are you up to at the moment? What are you what are you doing? Uh, at the minute, I'm not really doing much pandemic pending. Uh, I've been trying to get out a bit more, walking the dog. Um, uh, and I was volunteering for the team program with the Prince's Trust as well, sort of just helping out young people there. But pandemic again sort of uh put that on hold for the minute so i'm hoping to get back into doing that because um it it was really fun just to sort of uh help young people get ready for work and just get prepared just for all that (laughs) it was uh, a really fun and rewarding as well excellent i mean how is your mental health because you know you've just talked about covid i know myself i have been impacted especially over the winter months how's your mental health uh a bit up and down uh i'm used to sort of being in in one room for for many hours um but it's sort of it it's difficult not being able to go out and see family like whenever i want it's it's sort of it's a bit of a, a downer just to sort of have to be like Oh, well, we'll see each other again eventually. I'm not sure when that will be, but yeah, sort of, it's been a bit up and down. More ups recently now that sort of everything's getting a bit more eased up. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> and what kind of things did you do? I mean, do you, do you have regular phone calls? Do you catch up with people on Zoom? I mean, what do you do? Um, my family have a, have a group chat, so we'll sort of just text each other on and off. Uh, we'll have the occasional phone call or... Um, now that, uh, lockdown has eased up a bit, I sort of see my sister and my nephew sort of roughly once a week, just to sort of catch up with them. So that's sort of like really, a really nice thing to do that I didn't realize I'd, I'd miss as much, uh, until sort of, I wasn't able to do it as much as, uh, as I'd like to. So, um, yeah, we sort of just chat on WhatsApp and stuff like that. So. And what are you looking forward to, you know, once, you know, things are better and we can do, what is the one thing that you've been really craving to do for the past year? Just hug all my family, to be honest. It's, it's been so long since I've been able to like hug everyone. 
It's incredible, uh, isn't it? I mean, yeah. to me, that's that's the number one is just being able to hug my friends and family because I suddenly realised that you know it's a human thing, isn't it, to hug yeah. and you know and and show your affection for people who you love. And it's it's been really tough for a lot of people not being able to do that. So yeah, yeah. I'm with you on your number one choice. And um, I'd just like to go back. You, you talked about this fantastic project with young people. I mean, what mm. what what was it that you were doing? How how were you involved working with uh, Prince's Trust and supporting young people? Um, well, I, I'm a young ambassador, so that means I sort of go to events uh, and sort of represent the Prince's Trust. Um, I also, I was volunteering for the team program, so that uh, involved me. Uh, it's like, um, I can't remember how long it is, but it's like it's like a mini course. Uh, to help young people get prepared for for work, they sort of brush their skills up on CV writing, interview skills. They go out uh, and do um, work experience. They they choose where they'd like to go and do work experience. And sort of my job is just to sort of help guide them through the course and sort of like not not give them the answers, but help help them make the connections to get said answers and stuff like that. So sort of just nudging them along ever so slightly it sounds fantastic and then mm. i'm really interested in, you know what do you get out of it what, what 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 you know what's the payback for james uh well i i know what it's like sort of being just stuck and not knowing what to do or, or how to progress so it's sort of just nice to because i I've, I've been through the team program so i know how rewarding it is and I just want as many people as possible to also be able to get that reward at the end of it of like knowing how to write a CV and just being good at interviews and sort of being able to compose themselves and stuff. So it's it's just knowing that other people are getting a good experience and life experience as well. James, it sounds fantastic. Well done. I mean, that's really, really exciting. And um a silly question, but have you met Prince Charles? Have you met the Prince of Wales yet? Um, I have not, unfortunately. I would like to, but yeah, I've I've not met him. How has your working and volunteering for Prince's Trust, how has that helped your mental health? Um it, oh, it, it's helped a, a massive amount because before um the Prince's Trust, I, I was in this mindset of everyone's out to get me and everyone hates me and everyone is just sort of um not a nice person uh because of past school experiences, but sort of going through the Prince's Trust and regularly meeting new people, it's like, well, these people are actually really nice and really laid back and like they can have a laugh and we can joke around and everyone's sort of helping each other. And it's sort of just, it's helped me realize that the world is not completely doom and gloom. There are loads and loads of nice people out there that are willing to help um, and sort of just be pretty chill and just make a friend. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that sounds fantastic. I'm really pleased that you're getting a lot out of it. Mm. Sounds like your confidence, um, yeah, it's really sort of grown through through meeting really good people. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, you did talk earlier about some of the experiences. I mean, when I was at school, until I went to my high school, which was much more sort of arty, sort of drama mm. type thing, because, you yeah. know, it was that kind of high. It was a regular high school in Yorkshire, mm. um, but lots of arty-farties <laughs> were there. Um, 
but before that, up to the age of about 12, I was sort of bullied at school, mm. mercilessly bullied. And it, and it really, and it still has an impact on my life today. I'm all practically 60 and I still have those, those memories of sort of being bullied at yeah. school. I mean, was that, was that, what was your experience at school? Oh, like it, I was bullied from preschool up until the day I left sixth form. Um, which is all of my school life. And it was pretty much every day, weekends excluded. Um, and it it really negatively impacted my life. Like um, I'm only recently just being able to function sort of normally. Um, but it my self-confidence was, it was just non-existent. And my social anxiety was through the roof. Um, my, yeah, it was just a really horrible time uh, at, at school. But um, like, I, I've I've been through several counselling places, um, and I'm I'm still in counselling at the minute. And but it, it is helping, and I'm improving um, as the days go on. And I'm miles better than I used to be. Like I, I have confidence in myself. Like I would not be able to like come on this podcast and talk about it today uh like a year ago i i would be like panicking and sort of yeah it's, it's i i am in a way better place than i used to be but it it did it does still have an impact admittedly not as much as it used to uh like i couldn't like pick up a phone or like I couldn't even go to the shop on my own just to get myself a packet of crisps. Whereas now I can sort of just go to the shop, no issue. So yeah, it wasn't sort of school wasn't fun for me, but like, yeah, there's not much I can do about it now other than sort of just work on myself and uh, move forward. Oh, James. I mean, it's amazing to have you here. I mean, mm. progress you've made sounds well it is. You know, you're a yeah. fantastic example and inspiration, certainly to me. It's wonderful. And thank you so much for sharing because, you know, these, these are really difficult issues. I mean, I still find it difficult to talk about things, you know, from, yeah. from school. I mean, what has helped change the way that you're thinking now? I mean, what do you do to actually keep your confidence up? Uh, well, obviously, like I mentioned previously, like the Prince's Trust really helps. Um, regularly going to the shop helps as as mundane as that sounds sort of it's sort of just getting used to being able to talk to people um something that uh my counselor suggested to me like fairly recently and something that i've been employing is is uh grounding sort of like there's this five things i can see four things i can smell three things i can feel thing where like if if i feel like i'm overwhelmed i can sort of just take a step back and sort of be like all right well I can feel my my shoes. I can feel like my socks, and I can feel the chair I'm sitting on. Uh, occasionally, I, I could be able to hear my dog bark, and it sort of it just brings me back to sort of reality. And like, oh, I'm I'm in a shop. There's no one's gonna jump out and like hit me for some reason. <laughs> like it it sort of just it helps bring me back to the now and like. Uh, it, it, I, I, I have a nasty habit of getting in my own head and sort of everything spirals out of control from there. So it helps me just to, to get out of that and just like, right, 
I need milk. Time to get the milk. So it's, that, that helps uh, like a tremendous amount. Like when, when I first heard about it, I was like, well, that, that, that doesn't really sound like it, it'd do much, but it's unbelievable how effective grounding can be, which is, is, is really nice. I mean, this grounding thing sounds amazing. I've never heard of it, actually, the, you know, the way you describe it. But, I mean, mm. it sort of makes sense, really. You know, and you yeah. really sort of illustrated it really articulately. And it was like, mm. oh, wow, yeah, of course, sort of placing yourself and checking in on yourself. I certainly sort of recognise that. Yeah. And, and, and all of this stuff, this came from your counselling sessions, did it? These yes. Ideas and yeah. stuff. And, I mean, so, so you've obviously found it useful, the therapy. Mm-hmm. I mean... Did you have any concerns when you first started having counselling or worries or um, trust issues? I don't know. I mean, how did you feel about going into that? Well, this, the counsellor I'm with now is like, I think this would be my fourth time actually in counselling. Uh, I've sort of had uh, a variety of experiences with counselling. Like um, quite a few years ago, I went to go see the, the mental health, the mental health team, uh, because like my depression was getting out of hand and, um, they, they were like, Oh yeah, it sounds like you need counseling. Uh, we'll get in contact with you about that. And, um, months and months pass and sort of was like, Oh, well, that's a bit too long for them to get in contact with me. Um, but, uh, yeah, sort of. I I never really heard anything from them, and then I sort of I I went to another counselling place, which helped for like a time, but then that sort of fizzled out, and I sort of spiralled again. And then there were, I um a few years ago uh, there was a, I tried to commit suicide because I just went. I, I was in a very very bad place uh with with coming out of school and just sort of not really getting the help that I needed um and then so hospital trip and the people at the hospital said oh we'll sort of get um get in contact with the mental health team again and sort of hopefully something will come of it again nothing really came of that so like it was just a really up until recently, it was just a mixed bag of experiences. So I was quite skeptical because um, my my mum and my sister uh, have been or went to the same counselling place where I am now. So I was like, well, I'll give it a shot. If they're saying that it's 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 helped them, maybe it can help me. Like everyone's different, so it, it may or may not. So I was just like, well... I'm sort of tired of feeling like this. I might as well just give it a shot just in case. And um, it's, uh, it's been, I, I'm, I'm so happy that I did. Like I wouldn't be sort of where I am now without getting this counseling. Like it has helped a tremendous amount. So. Oh, that, I mean, that's really, uh, really good to hear James. And, mm. and thank you so much for being so open and honest about suicide. It is, mm. it's a difficult subject to talk yeah. about. Um, and, you know, it's not easy to talk about it, but, you yeah. know, we do need to be able to talk about it. And certainly if, if anybody's feeling those sorts of, or having those sorts of thoughts, I mean, it's so important to sort of seek help yeah. sooner rather than later, certainly to sort of ask for help and, and you know, really try to sort of allay sort of people hurting themselves. I think it's, yeah. uh, it's really, really, 
Mm. Um, do you think there's enough support from the NHS for people with mental health problems? Um, I think there is, but there, there's just such long waiting lists for everyone. Like um, I was on a waiting list for so many months. I can't remember how many months. Like the help is there. It's just you have to wait so long to get it. And in some cases that's too long and they just never get it. And sort of like suicide can be a big issue with that. So people who are sort of in the, the their darkest hours might not get the help they they really need. So like it is out there. It's just like not easily obtainable. Right, of course, and sort of long waiting list. And I suppose, you know, with COVID, and I mean, you know, I, I have a big concern that there are going to be so many people, so many more yeah. people whose mental health has been impacted by by the COVID lockdown, especially, and you know, also mm. through bereavement, illness, you know, physical yeah. illness as well. And um, when you when you talk about suicide, are you, are you aware of like the stigma? Do you feel there's still a stigma around the, or the whole issue of you know, not just suicide, but mental health in general, or do you think society is starting to change? It Society has come a long way, and I think it is, it's become a more open subject than it used to be. Um, there, I, feel, I feel like there are still people out there who hear like mental health and then immediately jump to, Oh, they must be like a, a, a psychopath or something like that. And um, when that, that's not like the case, like mental health can be something, something as simple as like anxiety or depression or, or, or something like that. Um, and it, people are more open to talk about it, but not, we, I don't think we've quite reached that point where it's, it's quite accepted if you see what I mean like people are still hesitant to sort of mention that like oh I I I do suffer from depression or like I, I am socially anxious like I, I, it yeah <laughs> like we we are we are we've come like a long way from where we were and it, we we are getting there but I feel like it could be talked about a bit more often and a bit more openly like obviously if people are comfortable with that but yeah like yeah i mean i, th- I mean thanks i mean obviously from a mental health point of view you know we very much focus on tackling the stigma around mental health because we want people to talk about yeah. it because we know you know we've all experienced i've experienced it myself how much better it is if i actually yeah. share that, <laughs> yeah. you know, I have mental health issues you know i mean mental health problems in my family you know mm. um, and there was a time when we didn't talk. Certainly when I was a teenager, we didn't talk about mental health problems of both my parents because they both had mental health problems. Mm. Nobody talked about it. Um, I'm really glad that today we do. Um, Certainly campaigns such as Time to Change did a great job for over sort of 12, 13 years. Mm. Certainly getting members of the royal family talking about mental health, like Prince William and and Kate talking about it, and Prince Harry and Meghan Markle talking about mental health issues, I think certainly does help. Mm. For me, though, it's about um, ordinary people, you know, people like you, yeah. me, Davey, you know, loads of people who we know, who we hang out with, yeah. who, you know, have that courage to open up and say, yeah, I have mental health problems yeah. and I'm getting on with my life and I'm doing things, you know, mm. 
Um, one of the things I was interested in was around Prince's trust. And I just wondered yeah. if a couple of questions, actually. One was, you know, relating back to stigma and how maybe Prince's trust could actually help break yeah. the stigma of mental health issues. Mm. But also, I just wondered where Prince's trust came in your story. Because obviously, you know, we talked about the counselling and that, yeah. that grounding, which was fantastic. Yeah. But obviously, there's the other practical thing around being involved in an organisation like Prince's Trust and volunteering. Yeah. Brought you into contact with lots of people you might not necessarily, you know, and I would have thought, yeah. you know, I go into a room and I don't know anybody, you know, I'm sort of looking around thinking, oh, you know, who am I going to talk to? Mm. So just something about that, really. Where did Prince's Trust come in this, this linear, this line? Between your mental health issues and and where you are today, which is you know certainly on the road to recovery and, and yeah. doing great things. Yeah, uh, it came. Oh, trying to think now. Um, so after school, I sort of was floating around a bit and not knowing quite what to do with myself. I then um, managed to get an apprenticeship, which I un- unfortunately lost um, due to sort of mental health issues and all that. And then I again was just floating around for the longest time not really knowing what to do and um my girlfriend actually went on the team program before me and I I went to the um the initial sort of meeting where you sort of meet all the potential people who might be going on the course that time and I I just thought to myself this seems really good like I, this this sounds like something I, I'd really like to do, so I um I sort of I said to my girlfriend I was like I won't do it this time with you. This is something I I, I prefer to do on my own, so I can get my own experiences out of this. And um sort of uh, a couple of years later, uh, I went on the team program. I think it was how long? I think two years ago, nearly three years ago. I went on the team program, and um. Yeah, like it, it, it was fantastic. Like the, the experiences I got out of it, uh, the friends I made, um, and it t- towards the end of like the team program, the team leader came up to me and was like, "Oh, there, there's an opening for a young ambassador uh, for the Prince's Trust, and this is something I feel like you'd be really good at." So um, I sort of sat down with a letter and read through it quite a few times, and was like, mm, "Well, I'll, I'll sort of." I'll go, I'll go to the young ambassador sort of meeting or I'll, I'll apply to it and sort of see, see what it's like and what it entails. And then um, we did the young ambassador meet up in London and I was like, this, this does sound like something I'd, I'd really like to do. I'd sort of really like to just help young people get an experience like mine. Just, I'd like as many people to get that experience as possible because it is so useful and um uh yeah uh, a couple of days later um sam emailed me um that i'd sort of got the position it being a young ambassador and i sort of um yeah i've i've, I've been a young ambassador ever since uh, sort of a bit rocky to start with social anxiety and sort of like doing these events is very much out of my comfort zone I know if I don't put myself in these situations I'll sort of never be able to grow yeah I've I've sort of yeah that's that's where the Prince's Trust has come in um to my life and then sort of I started counseling 
about a year ago. So yeah, that's sort of uh, up until now. Uh, that's that's where where I'm at. Wow, I mean, what a journey! What a fantastic <laughs> journey you've been on. And I I love the idea that you know you've got these these two completely different things running in parallel. You know, you've got mm. the medical side you know sort of dealing with the sort of uh, counseling issues and all of that kind of stuff with your mental health but then you've got these practical things and I love the idea of you pushing yourself you know into these situations and I know it's hard I mean certainly one thing I would never push myself into is a bungee jump but I have pushed myself (laughs) in other things I mean I can remember I'm absolutely terrified of heights Mm -hmm. and I volunteer for a Jubilee Sailing Trust and nobody has to do it but you know they encourage you to climb the rigging and it was the most terrifying thing in my life because I'm terrified of heights mm. but the the sense of achievement because you know they really look after you and you know you've yeah. got guide ropes you've got things to clip onto you've got people sort of helping you into the crow's nest and all that mm. kind of stuff you'd have thought I'd have won an Olympic medal I tell you <laughs> it's such an achievement you know to sort of face that and yeah. I really do really do identify with you you say about that thing of where you've got to push yourself because I can remember when I was a young younger man when I was an actor I'd be standing in the Mm. the wings absolutely terrified to go on but I knew that if I didn't take that step and walk you know from the wings onto the stage then I would never be able to do it and so I had to I had to find the courage and of course I'm on there (laughs) I'm having a wonderful time which I'm sure you do at your Prince's Trust events because they Mm. they sound really exciting I mean um, what kind of things do you get up to at these events? Um, there was a, I did get invited to do a red carpet event, uh, which I was like, I, I would really love to do it, but my anxiety just set off completely. I was like, ah, 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 dear. And sort of, I really regret turning it down because I know as soon as I, if I if I got into there like when I was in the moment, I'd be able to do it. I, I I know I'd be able to do it. It's just sort of like the bit before where my anxiety just sort of like ah. Um, there was another time where before uh, like COVID again, uh, where I was supposed to help um, look for a new person to hire for the Prince's Trust. Um, but unfortunately, COVID sort of again put that on hold. Um, and yeah. another question for you: Do they know that you want to do a red carpet event? Because if I were you, I'd just let them know that. Yeah, I I, I would <laughs> I would love to go to a red carpet event. Like oh. if if another opportunity comes up, I will definitely snag it. <laughs> All right, well, good for you. Yeah, that's the spirit. I mean, I love that because yeah, I mean, you know, th- that time you didn't do it the previous time, but you're up for it now, which is. Yeah. A wonderful a wonderful thing to hear um did you mention you, you told i think you told me you had a dog is that right yes well he's not he's not technically my dog he's my girlfriend's dog and her oh, okay. family dog well, but yeah what kind of dog is he uh he's a cocker spaniel uh <gasps> he's very chunky <laughs> uh, well loved i think is the phrase <laughs> <laughs> yeah um he's yeah I'm, I'm trying to get him a bit more active because he's sort of He's, he's a bit lazy, <laughs> so oh, okay. he, needs, he needs the outdoors. <laughs> well, there's, there's a method in my madness when I ask the question, actually, because um, mm. every May, um, I think it's the, the Mental Health Foundation has uh, Mental Health yeah. Awareness in May, and this year the theme is nature. So, mm. I mean, I'm certainly going to be doing some stuff about getting – I live near Regent's Canal and Victoria Park. I live in London, but there is quite a lot yeah. of greenery. 
unfortunately, I don't have a dog, so I might need to borrow <laughs> one. But I mean, yeah. have you? What What would your What are your thoughts about nature and well being? I mean, do you use Do you use the great outdoors to help you with all of your sort of anxiety and uh, those sorts of things? Um, usually, I don't really associate the outside with my anxiety but when i am outside sort of just walking anywhere like especially if i'm i'm, I'm up the park and it's a nice sunny day it, it just automatically calms me down and i feel so relaxed out in nature and it, it's just the the beautiful sights you can see is just they can be breathtaking like um I, I've been to, to, I remember going to Derbyshire quite a few times and the sights there and being out sort of just hill walking, it's just amazing. And it just, I don't know what it is, but it just, any anxiety I feel just goes whenever I'm walking around in like a, in, a, in a nice park or in an open field. It's just, it's so naturally calming. It's, I encourage people to go go out if they can as much as they can because it is like it's 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 very rewarding and like obviously with lockdown at the minute people can't get out as much but yeah you you don't know for well, how does the saying go you don't know what you've got until it's gone so like i i've re more recently learned to absolutely appreciate the outdoors <laughs> um being stuck inside the same four walls but like yeah it's it's, it's I, I love nature <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean you and me both i mean for me as well it's sort of realizing that it's sort of it's part of that you know the five mm. five ways to well-being for example of that thing mm. of you know you've you mentioned it in a way as well actually about living and being and feeling in the moment but for yeah. me it's like being outdoors in the fresh air especially if it's sunny and blue skies yeah. that really does certainly lift my spirit and I think one of the things about living in central London where I do is that mm. with less aeroplanes going across, I've heard birds singing, wonderful bird song, and mm. actually seeing little birds that I don't even know what they are. I've never seen them <laughs> before. I mean, I, I know what a robin looks like, but, you know, I yeah. spotted a robin the other week. We've had parakeets flying over East London, which is amazing. Mm. And all sorts of, you know, flora and fauna. I'm not not too keen on the rats. I've seen a few rats. <laughs> Um, and I did spot a squirrel last week who sadly had lost its tail because I thought it was a rat. And I thought, oh, no, it's oh. a squirrel, but the poor thing had lost its tail. But I think that thing of just being, for me, I know when I'm really well is when I, you know, I, I notice the blossom on the trees. I yeah. notice, you know, the, the, the daffodils and the bluebells and the snow, you know, and through the, and actually sort of seeing the season changes and also, like I was in Victoria Park last week and they they mowed the lawn, the, the, the grassy areas, and just that. Mm. I mean, it ended up with a bit of hay fever the next day, but actually <laughs> just being able to sort of smell yeah. that, that that of life. I mean, it's that that nature, isn't it? Mm. And and all that that kind of thing. Um as far as other other um aspects of the five ways of well-being what what other things are you doing anything around i don't know learning and developing sort of connecting with people we talked a bit about uh, the challenges of that covid but you know the mm. other other sort of ways of, uh, of of linking in with the five ways of well-being uh well uh, more free time at the minute obviously with covid i have sort of i've always wanted to learn another language so i've sort of tried to pick up a bit of german oh. um just i don't Wonderful. know 
<laughs> um, so like, uh, I'm, I'm slowly progressing. Um, what are you using for your journal? Are you using an app or books? Recording? I, I am using Duolingo. Hi. I'm not sure if that's like the best one, but it's, it's free. So you can't really knock it. Um, I actually like Duolingo. I, I, I've got this mad thing. Where I want to learn Japanese. I want to go to yeah. Japan eventually. Um, but Geolingo is good because it, it gives you a little nudge to remind you. And you, know, you can yeah. use little, little steps, isn't it? Little baby steps, really. Mm. But uh, yeah, so what, why German? I'm interested in the German. Why German? Um, I, with my friends, I do uh, mill sims on, on like computer games where like every Friday we'll sort of uh, do like um, a World War II sort of mission. And like, sometimes we'll sort of like hear hear someone speak german and i'll be like oh i need a translator so i was like oh, we might as well cut out the middleman try learn a bit of germans sort of so i can un- so i can understand what they're saying and sort of try and communicate with them as well and sort of i don't know i just i, I just i i like the sound of german i like how things sound when you say things so that that sort of just drew me to german as well so yeah I, I like to play games with my friends. Like most of my friends live like up in Scotland or like all around the country. So it's sort of a nice way of being able to sort of just hang out with them through the internet. So yeah, that's, it's, it's that's a really good idea. I mean, will you, do you, will you ever meet up with these people who are around the country? I mean, I've, I, lockdown is over and you can do it legally. I would love to go up to Scotland and meet my friends to be honest. So like, if if they watch this, I after lockdown ends, let's let's hang out. <laughs> well, Dave, you'll be pleased because of course he lives up in Scotland himself. So mm. uh, yeah, maybe meet up with Davey. You can buy him a <laughs> pint or a cup of tea or something. Yeah, <laughs> get those, a fantastic guest on Mental Hell. Get those bourbon biscuits. <laughs> I do have a question actually, which is: Do you think gaming is good for your mental health? Yes. Like, um, I, without gaming, I would not have met the people who I'm friends with now. Like we've been friends for, I think it's three or four years now. Like we regularly sort of talk online and sort of, it's, it's a really great way of like meeting people you otherwise wouldn't be able to meet and sort of, it's for me like my hand-eye coordination is 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 abysmal but like sort of being able to to game sort of has helped improve it somewhat um and like puzzle games like it's good to sort of test yourself i like playing puzzle games um just to sort of to be able to just Need to need to think. I need to think about something, and a, and a puzzle game can sort of provide that experience for me. Um, I mean, I do have a Rubik's cube somewhere in my room, but like nothing beats uh, like a being able to physically like alter an environment to solve a puzzle. So like it's it's I find it an enriching experience. Oh, no, it's good to hear. And also good to hear that you've got an antique Rubik's Cube because <laughs> I could never do those. I, I always wanted to cheat and take yeah. the colours off because I'm absolutely useless at anything like that. So uh, you've obviously got a brain that can really sort of pinpoint mm. focus on stuff, which is good. And I also, I, I do like what you said about 
like the friendship and developing yeah. those relationships because they kind of can you some people scoff at making friendships online but actually i think that's where you know people i mean certainly in my experience i've developed some really wonderful friendships where mm. i've met people online but then they've become really really good friends and you meet, yeah. you know, eventually you get to meet people in the flesh and they're just as fantastic mm. and as wonderful as the as, as the friendship that you've developed online so i think yeah. that's a a really really positive thing and mm. um, one other thing, I mean, obviously you felt very comfortable with us today talking about mental health issues. I mean, mm -hmm. um, do you talk about mental health and how you're feeling generally? Do you, do, are you open and share that if you're having, you know, a rough day, a rough period um, in your life? I'm very bad at articulating uh, how I feel. Like, um, I... Well, it's hard, James, isn't yeah. it? I mean, you talk about mental health. I mean, you know, let's acknowledge it's not, it's not easy. Yeah, um, it's... It is a struggle to talk about it sometimes, but lots of I can get in this zone where I can sort of just be able to open up. Like it's very rare that I can get into that zone and open up, but like um, I've had deep conversations with with some friends sort of about mental health and sort of where I'm at, or say like uh, one of their family members is sort of going through something, um, and they sort of they know how, that I'm sort of depressed and. And that, and they sort of, they sort of just like, oh, do you mind me asking about this? And I'm just like, no. If if you have a question, like I'm, I'm perfectly fine with you asking. Like, um, I, if 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 my experience can sort of like help you understand what they're going through, like I'm I'm like an open book to be honest. Um, but like, I find it more difficult to talk about like my mental health issues and sort of what I'm going through with family. Like I don't know why I'm like that, but it's just sort of like I know I know they worry about me, and I sort of I don't want them to to worry more about me. But I also know if I don't talk about it, they will continue to worry more about me. So it's sort of like, yeah, it is it is it would be better if I did share, but sort of like, yeah, it's 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 difficult, <laughs> like. Well, I mean, I think you're a, an exceptional young man. You're a fantastic and inspirational role model. Thank you. Uh, Prince's Trust must be really proud of you, I'm sure. Um, one one thing, if, if people are listening and, and, you know, they've been through similar kind of experiences than you or, or just are interested in Prince's Trust, I mean, what's the best way of them sort of getting involved in the kind of projects that you've been doing? Um, I, th I believe the Prince's Trust have a website, Um with emails information on their phone numbers um the the team program runs i think three times a year three or four times a year um in sort of all up and down uh, the uk i'm pretty sure um so I, th I think the best way to sort of get that information is just go on their website get the phone number get an email send one out um I've they're very friendly. They won't yell at you or anything. So, yeah. Of course, all those details will be available on the Mental Health website. And um, one, a couple of more questions, actually, because we're going to wrap up, because I can't believe it. We've been going for almost 45 minutes. Ooh. Time flies. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. 
Are you on social media? Um, I am, but they're sort of more personal family oh, okay. accounts. All right. so so. Nothing. I mean, no, I was just going to offer, if there's anything you want us to promote, if you've got a website or if you've got any kind of uh, social media, Instagram, anything like that, obviously we could we could promote that for you, but uh, you don't have to. That's absolutely fine. Um, I have a I have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's not particularly family friendly, but it's not like, yeah, it's just me. It's just me playing games and sort of just having fun with editing things i know that sounds fantastic james i mean yeah you know, we, we kind of whatever you want i mean this is really to really to put a spotlight on james really and you know yeah. just to highlight that uh that you're doing all these amazing things i mean will you promise me will you keep in touch with mental health yes and let definitely. us know about the adventures that you have with prince's trust especially if you get on that red carpet yeah and if you do if you do want a plus one or a plus two i'm sure davy davy scrubs <laughs> up really well and looks good in a dinner jacket and a bow tie and i i don't look so bad either but uh but yeah do do let us know please do keep yeah. in touch and let us know how you get on and good luck with everything that you do well, thank you so keep uh, well keep safe yeah. and keep talking about mental health when you can Hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to follow us online. You can find us on Insta, Twitter and Facebook at Mentalk Health UK. And our website, which has information on our mental health awareness training courses, our upcoming events and info on how to get involved with Mentalk Health can be found at www.mentalkhealth.uk. If you have been affected by any of the conversations today, then please make sure you speak to someone. Mentor Health isn't able to offer support directly, but we do have a list of resources on our website to help you find the most appropriate support for you. And again, that website is www.mentalkhealth.uk. If it's an emergency, then please remember you can always phone Samaritans on 116123, or if you really need to, or if you're very worried about someone, you can call 999. Thanks for listening, and don't forget, most importantly, keep talking.